You used to love cooking intimate dinners for the special someone. You spent hours leafing through recipe books and driving all over for the freshest ingredients. But between kids, career, and commutes, those wonderful can light dinners have been replaced by boring, less than nutritious takeout or some frozen ball of yuck you nuke for a few minutes. Here's my advice. Plated. Plated is for busy people who love cooking but have no time for shopping. I love Szechuan chicken with ginger and sesame cucumber. Just go to plated.com slash report and choose from amazing chef design recipes with new selections every week to fit everyone's tastes. Next, the culinary pros at Plated lovingly fill refrigerated box with just the perfect pre-portioned ingredients for your dinner. If the recipe calls for a half a teaspoon of crushed red pepper, for example, it's included. Nothing is wasted. Everything's delivered to your door. Fresh meat, poultry, fish, farm veggies, spices, everything you need on the date you choose. Not home for your delivery? No worries. Your plated box keeps everything fresh until midnight on the day it arrives. Prepare chef-quality meals in 30 minutes or less. It's that easy. Hurry over to plated.com report now and get a free dinner for two with your purchase. Prepare chef-quality meals in 30 minutes or less. It's that easy. Hurry over to plated.com slash report now and get a free dinner for two with your first purchase. Yep, that's free dinner for two. Go to plated.com slash report, plated.com slash report, plated.com slash report. Love and Sex Report. Today is a very special, mystical day because it's almost Halloween. And you guys want to know what to do on Halloween? Well, we've got Christopher Renstrom in the house. He is the astrologer on Patty Knows and also on the San Francisco Chronicle. I don't do anything without him. <laughs> and then we've got my best friend Tara Suckman in the house, who also is an automatic writing genius who's actually writing me a message right now as we speak. You can go to tarasuckman.com. She does past life regression, hypnotherapy, and she channels the spirit of Benda, who I don't do anything without my Benda, my Bendy girl, okay? Who's friends with my guide, Zelda. I know you think I'm all crazy, crazy, wacky, but we're going to talk about it today. Jules is in the house. Jules Bonnie, famous uh, uh, massage therapist from Auckland, New Zealand. She actually has been with us this last week telling us what to touch and what not to touch to get the blood pumping so that your lover doesn't leave you. Right? Right? Jules? Jules is embarrassed turning red. Five, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. And then we've got Marie Bargess. Did I say it right? It's Bargess, honey. Bargess. Marie is the Hollywood witch. I wanted a witch so bad today. My friend Tia couldn't make it from New Jersey. So I was at Mystical Journey, and um, I was asking the girls over there, you know, my favorite bookstore in Venice on Abbot Kinney. I said, Who do, do you know a witch? And they said, the Hollywood witch is from here. you got to see this girl. So we're going to talk to Marie, and we're going to find out, A, what spells we can do to bring in love into our life, our money, you know, whatever you want this Halloween. Because on the, the eve before Halloween is All Hallows' Eve, which is the, which is Sabbath. And this is the time to really plant the seeds and put your intention for the new year. It's kind of like their Yom Kippur, really. It's a cleansing. It's a reaping. It's a sowing. It's pretty much everything. Normal Wiccans don't go out that night. Mm-hmm. They actually form together in their covens and their spiritual circles and they can't even solitaires do it and they stay home they stay in and they actually you know I don't know where's the moon that night Tara well it's all about the darkness actually it's a that's where um Halloween the hallows comes from is it's all about the 
that we're coming into the moon is coming into a more dark state. But what? Where do you know where the moon phase is that night? Whether it's waxing? No, it's uh, yeah, it's it's waning because the twenty seventh is full moon at three degrees. Right. So it's decreasing. So okay, so it's decreasing that night. So Taurus. Oh, that's is it. Taurus going to be also on Halloween too the next night, or just switch Mm -hmm. over to Gemini? Because if it's Gemini, no, it'd be Scorpio. (laughs) Oh my God, Scorpio. So it'd be no. You said it was a Taurus moon. Well, the the oh sun sign Scorpio. So okay. So it's but it's a Taurus moon. It would be a Gemini moon the next night. Uh, Taurus, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you're, if, let's check it. Out. Let's Christopher's yeah, going to tell us. Yeah, so Christopher, Christopher Saturday night, Halloween is a Gemini, yeah, early degrees here. Gemini, and conjuncting it's, my sun. What's happening? It's actually uh, Cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not Taurus. No. Oh, okay. So oh, it's no, no. On the full moon was on oh, the twenty. No, no. We're talking about Halloween. We're only talking yeah. about Halloween. What Halloween. is Halloween? Is what Halloween, degree? Moon, what degree? It's right at the beginning. Of, oh, so it'll uh, conjunct my Mercury. Cancer. I'll be a chatty fucking Kathy. Okay. <laughs> so the moon's gonna you be. You won't be staying in the, that night. The moon is in its. <laughs> I don't. I'm in Sedona that night. The moon is in its natal placement. For those who don't know anything about Cancer, and Cancer is ruled by the moon. So it. When they say there's crazy shit that can happen on Halloween. You know, all the truckers are on the road drinking and crazy stuff's happening and the police are pulling people over. That is the night that's going to happen. So if you're going out, please drink, drive and, and, and be, safe be safe and get drivers and use Uber, you know, or Lyft or any of your kind of car service companies. Not a good night to drive. Uh, but more importantly, Christopher, tell us what we can expect on Halloween, on Saturday night Halloween. This is exciting Saturday night Halloween because now you can sleep in on Sunday and you have to worry about going, rolling out to work. When you even have All Saints Day on Sunday. Okay, so go, tell anyway, us what's going to happen, Christopher. No, Halloween is actually uh, really lovely. It follows a full moon, which will be um, on the 27th, as was mm-hmm. referenced earlier it's an exalted moon it's an exalted moon in Taurus and this is the first time that we've had an uninterrupted moon in two and a half years so what does that mean English well, there please was, oh Layman's sorry terms. right switch. speak speech in, in, in I'm four years old we, I know nothing we had Saturn and Scorpio uh, since uh, 2012 and that was affecting that full moon so I know and now the bitch now the bitch has moved on but so we'll talk about Saturn <laughs> Saturn is the daddy of all the planets it's really the pain in the ass I know you I know you hate me right now but it's really <laughs> (laughs) the pain in the ass because whatever you want to do he says no you can't go out past 10 o'clock night you have a curfew and so it's the teacher planet it's the one that gives you limitations and unfortunately it's an early degree gemini okay yeah it's sagittarius sagittarius right so early degree sagittarius conjunct is it conjuncting your son yet tara what degree are you in, in Sag? 18. Oh, you got a while. Okay, and it's opposing my fucking son. Yeah. So it's it's giving me havoc right to, now. I was going to talk to you about okay, that. Okay, yeah. I mean, I have progressed moon in the seventh, which for anybody, to, anybody who's in astrology, <coughs> that just happened, which means I'm in the next two-year phase to find the marriage partner. Right. But Saturn says, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to go that fast. You're not going to just put yourself on the net and take 50 million guys and have a fun, free time. He's like, you're going to be so discerning that I'm at the point when they call me on the phone phone girls I can hear the voice because I'm clear on it and go no somebody called me today I was like no he's not the guy I can tell in six seconds no don't waste my fucking time am I right well you can swipe right. that's a good thing well it's not even swiping it's like these guys my friends are fixing me up the matchmakers in the community I'm like dude are you they'll suck nobody's me I like need me to fix me up so anybody who's a matchmaker that wants to fix me up and thinks they got game you got to stay in LA because I'm not doing a long distance shuffle okay a Los Angeles tall lanky sexy six foot three kind of surfer looking guy who has money who's spiritual who likes to meditate I'm game 40 okay. something well that okay? sounds good so I'm pretty reasonable I'm not asking for the multimillionaire with the private jet that's Patty. Jill Zarin will you go with the seven year difference 
Uh, everybody's eight years younger than me. So okay, yeah, because of the Saturn, so yeah. that's always seven. So you'll go with the seven year. You'll see. Yeah, every is... every boyfriend I've had is eight years younger. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay, I don't usually good. go for older guys. No, it's, it's past a seven fifty. Year they're t- kind of crotchety. Uh, right, right. Okay, so Marie, what you got? What you got for me? Oh, sweetie, first of all, Saturn doesn't have to oppose you. Saturn is the god of karma, but in some traditions, especially the Hindu tradition, if you worship the monkey god and he's really fun and sexy and cute, they made a pact. So a little mantra to Hanuman on Saturday and Saturn can't touch you. Now let's talk about finding you the right man. Why haven't you used magic? Uh, You know, Tara and I have been sourcing this last year, so this was an interesting year for me. Um, I went to my other astrologer who's on the the East Coast and the West Coast. Mm -hmm. They haven't met yet, but these two are going to fall madly in love with each other. Although it's one straight and one's gay. Mm. They both have partners, so Mm. this is going to be a marriage of the minds when they meet. Aaron is on the West East Coast, and he's been my astrologer for 25 years. I ran the Kenny King psychic network and he was my top astrologer and we became besties he um, says to me oh you know what you want all your planets in the seventh house for your birthday for your solar return hit Thailand so I went to Thailand and I went to Hong Kong never told you I'm telling Christopher (laughs) now and we did an experiment we went and we didn't just go there to just have fun and frolic on the beach Tara and I spent every day meditating and praying in the temples and hanging with the Buddhist monks by the way who are freaking hot as bald and as shirtless and as hairless as they are oh my god I don't know how they channel that sexual energy anyway so Tara and I went and I actually fell more in love with Hong Kong than anything but all my planets were racked next year it's the same thing but I can be anywhere Mm -hmm. but this was I had to find the line uh, of the relocation chart to do it so we we stayed as long as we were supposed to we played an experiment I thought this would be fun for you we were like what could happen from this then we spent the whole year sourcing magically lighting candles and doing all our stuff so if you got anything that I don't know about bring it right Tara yeah right Oh, yeah. Hebron right. will travel. The witches okay. are in the house. Oh, yeah, the it's baby. a witch day. <laughs> Absolutely. Funny thing you should mention Thailand. I'm actually wearing the Amulet of Invincibility from Thailand, and it was blessed by Buddhist monks. Oh, so. that's so sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah so beautiful. I've got you, baby. I've yeah. totally got you. Okay, first of all, let's talk about Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now, what is it? It's going to be the moon trine Neptune. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about dream Super magic. psychic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Neptune. Oh, who is the guy that, that plays Neptune? The new guy, great guy, married to Lisa Bonet. Love his body. Oh, um, the new the, the guy from, oh, oh, God. I know his name. He's got Game the of Thrones. Legs. Game uh, of Thrones. Oh, yeah. yeah. He used to be on um, Second Baywatch, not First Baywatch. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking sexy bald guy without a shirt. Yeah. Anyway. That's your there. type, huh? That's your <laughs> type. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the witch is in the house. Okay, girl. Let me talk to you about this. First of all, let's talk about dream magic. Neptune is dreams and the subconscious. Mm -hmm. Now, all magic really is is influence. And the magic that I practice isn't um, set in any particular religion. It's for anybody. Okay? Because there really is only one higher power. And it just has many different names. Okay? Just as there are many languages, there there are many names. But really only one thing. Okay? So... Let's talk about dreams, for example. Neptune, dreams, the dream state, the higher vibration of Pisces. Mm-hmm. And you'll love this deck, by the what way. D- what, by the way, what degree is Neptune at? It's about four or seven right oh, now. Still squaring my stone. Okay, go on. Yeah, that's gonna right. It's seven. Yeah. Okay, Honey, thanks. we need to give you some Vedic remedies to just get rid of all these planets. I don't. Planets. I don't like um, Vedic astrology. It you doesn't don't? have the outer planets. I don't play that game. Mm-mm. I'm Western through and through, and I've tried. I ain't no Taurus, honey. 
tell oh, me to baby, come close. Baby, you've got to <laughs> talk to the monkey about getting Saturn to ease up on you. No, Saturn is good. Saturn is actually good because Saturn makes you discerning. Otherwise, I'd take another loser for another two years. So Saturn is the one saying, no, nope, not quite right. No, quite right. And going slow uh-huh. and discerning and making sure daddy approves. I'd rather have daddy's approval right now than, than do it the other way because every time I do it my way, I do it wrong. So I'm okay with you. Okay. Just, just you're a little fucking slow. That's all. Well, <laughs> he is the slowest and the oldest of the original seven planets. So. I had a dream where this guy in one of my dreams recently, maybe you can help me out, mm. gave me a pet, uh, not a pet, uh, stuffed animal, like a blue turtle. And I, uh, he unwrapped the present and there was mm-hmm. a turtle with a white little hat on, like almost like you put into a nursery. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Do you know? Because I figure you know because you're prophetic. Hmm. A blue turtle with a white hat. Yeah. And it's a stuffed animal. Like a little top hat, right? Yeah, a little top hat. Almost like a bonnet kind of thing. Be careful. Be careful of people's outer imagery because the turtle isn't real. It's a toy. It's Mm. a game. And it's blue. It's not even natural. You need to look beyond the surface and look into the to the real thing. If it had been a real turtle, then I would have been able to tell you about the turtle it looked like It looked like it would belong in a nursery, like for a baby, like he mm. was giving me a baby gift. This is a warning about a guy who has an exterior that is made up, who's primarily superficial and internally an immature guy. Mm. Now, if it had been a real turtle, the turtle in Hindu mythology was instrumental in creating Amrita, the nectar of the gods. But a stuffed turtle, if it's not Gamera, no. no okay, Tara, what no. do you think? Because I had the same dream. Well, <clears throat> I do it a little bit different to where is, it was a gift. It was a gift. And he was, was really excited gift. about me opening the gift. So it's a present to and he bring you something. And I believe that, you know, the turtle is all about Turtle Island. And I, and I think that for... For is it's really about grounding, a grounding in a in a soft, playful way, and to hmm. cuddle, you know, maybe to cuddle and to and to be uh, less harsh. Be, I looked it up online. Like everything is is taking baby steps, and maybe even for um, okay, a so boy I, child. So I looked upcoming. it up online, and mm-hmm. it says that the turtle represent loyalty, faithfulness, yes. a little slow and steady. Kind of like a Taurus, a little slow instead. But it's not a real turtle. Doesn't matter. It was it was a gift, and it doesn't have to be a real turtle. It's just, it, in in the in the Edgar Casey thing because it had a blue. It was like mating for a, like a little baby boy. Is what I was thinking. Not that he's the baby boy. Mm. It was like he was giving me the gift, like as though I was getting a boy a child. Well, and you yeah. have to realize your language of love is gifts. Right. My language is second language. My second. second language. My first language. is touch. What do you think? Do you have any to add to that? Because I thought it was an interesting dream. I liked the idea of play. Actually, that that. Um, that it's childlike, that that it's innocent, that it's that it's uh, found or located in a playroom, and I think it's perhaps indication of trying to find the innocence or 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 the play again with with love. Okay, so what what magical stuff before we get to Christopher and he gives mm-hmm. us the report for mm-hmm. the month and all that? Mm-hmm. What magical stuff do you think? You know, Tara's a witch. She's been Wiccan a long time, many lifetimes. I have too. You know, we we source. Sometimes I'm a big firm believer in astrology. Like it might not be the right time, or um, you know, I didn't I didn't date over the summer because Mercury was retrograde, and then with Venus retrograde, and everyone's breaking up. I'm like, this is not the time to date. I'm just not going to go there. The, the eclipses yeah. were crazy, right? And on um, last time I dated when Venus was retrograde, uh, I got a man full of limitations. So I was like, no way, okay? Um, I feel more in the new year mm-hmm. than anything. Like I'll ride the rest three months out and mm-hmm. I felt in the new year. Mm-hmm. So if we were gonna overcome the obstacle, what do you do? What do you do when you have, when you want something and maybe the plants are in the right position? That's a good way to put it. 
I don't I don't think of the planets as an obstacle at all. I work mm-hmm. with the energies of the planets, but I also understand and and you know, you guys are witches to know to will to dare and to keep silent. Mm-hmm. A lot of magic has to do with will. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, the planets are representative of the universes inside of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if I'm being opposed by a particular planet, I appease that planet. Oh, that's we what you're friends. supposed to do. Yeah. yeah, we make friends. We talk. We hang out. And as far as, and I, I want to go back to the turtle because when she seduces, you're so sexy. And yeah, you could see. No, no, let's see it my way. It's like, ba- ba- baby, please give <laughs> yeah. mama what she wants. Well, I'm a <laughs> love magic witch. What do you want? I mean, my right. God. And right. as far as the turtle, I want to go it. back to the turtle because when we yes. were talking about it and I was listening to you guys, it was like I would have been more happy for me personally if I had a dream and it was an. It was a sapphire turtle <laughs> from Cartier. Then I would be like, okay, now this, this I can work with, baby. All right, so as far as using dreams on Halloween, that is the night to use your magic, your projection, your visualization to connect with the lover of your dreams. Now, I have clients that ask me, why can't I do this faster? And you know what, girls? I'm just going to put the brooms on the table and open up the cauldron so you can all see. You need a DNA link. You need a hair, a nail. I'm writing this down. A drop of blood. <laughs> a drop of blood. Wait, or other little thing. Okay, well, so it's wait, not a little thing. Wait, it wait, should be big. Slow actually. down. Slow down. So you're saying wait, you're saying if you have someone that you want, you should take that stuff from them? Yes, and you know what? It's not that difficult. Okay, but what if you what if you can't get that? What if you work with someone and you have an attraction to them? You can't take their hair, their nails, drop of blood. That's a little bit extreme. And you you can take their business card. You can take a cigarette butt from the garbage. You can wipe. You can take a plastic cup. Okay, now you what do you do? What do you do with the DNA now? What's the next step? Oh, honey, there's a variety of things that you can do. Okay, once you have somebody's DNA and you are a witch, you can use your intent to link with them personally because the way we communicate together non-verbally as witches is through our DNA. And so what do we do? Give me an example. Step one. What's step one? Talk to me like I'm four years old. I don't know anything about witchcraft. I now want to do a spell on my husband or my boyfriend or something. What do I do? What do you want him to do? Um, Be romantic towards me. Oh, very easy. What do we do? Uh, I would take a little, I would take a jar, an empty one, clean it out, okay? Mm-hmm. Put the object link in there, and we call them object links. Mm-hmm. Put it in there. Take a piece of your hair, a nail, something like that. Put it in there. Fill it with natural, and I like Manuka honey. I just like Manuka honey lately. And you're going to want to use Fiji water because you're going to want to use water with life in it, with minerals. Not smart water? I'm pre- 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 I like smart water better. No, see here, you know what I use? <laughs> I use the theory of Dr. Imamoto that water yes. retains mm. thought. Yes, correct. And so you're going to want something that has enough density in it to... Smart water. Ex- nah, Fiji, but... Okay, whatever, she's, whatever you she's from Hawaii. Okay, go on. Whatever you want, baby. Okay, okay then... Um, oh, I throw in some gold magnetic sand. And here's my secret ingredient that I get several times a year from um, wedding planners all over Southern California. You want... Roses from 
a bridal bouquet or any kind of roses from a wedding because that energy, that vibration, that moment. But it's not even though it's not your vibration, somebody else's vibration. It's the vibration of true love and exuberance. Okay, so we're putting this in the honey. We're putting it in the jar, like the honey jar. We're putting in the jar. Even the cheapest, nastiest, meanest men are Romeo on their wedding day. Okay, so you're taking it from there, and then what are you doing? You're going to take that, put it in the jar. Who's going to give up their 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 wedding bouquet though? They're going to keep it at the end of the wedding. Oh no. Bridesmaids can be talked to, especially if you tell the bridesmaid that you can make a little batch for her. God, I've then got three sudden, bouquets and it never even helped me. Go did on. you save them? All of them, yeah. Oh, but I don't have them anymore because, I mean, I saved them for a while and then I got rid of them when I moved. But I, I've, I've, I've got three bouquets. Oh, okay. Big deal. Big whoop. Anyway, go on. Okay. So then you mix that all together. And this is this is from the uh, Hoodoo Conjure tradition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I started learning how to do this by reading the books of Catherine Ironwood. But I then expanded and Actually, did my I own thing. Actually, I know her. Go on. Isn't she cool? Yeah. Okay. So this is, a, this is a classic honey jar with a little bit of a twist. Okay. So we put the... She bri- got Greg married. Oh. Greg Morton. Nice. Yeah, she got him married. And so that was in 15 minutes, wow. remember? Okay, go yeah. on. See, go I on. told you it worked. Uh-huh. So then anyway, you throw in the gold magnetic sand, the uh, petals from a bridal bouquet, and then you honey it up. And what I like to do is like to put, I like to put visual um, things in there. So I use edible glitter so that when you shake it and it floats around and it has this beautiful little presentation, you put it in the sun. Now, a lot of people just leave it in the sun and they're wondering, why doesn't it work? You got to taste it. You gotta take a little bit of that sweetness every day and put it on your lips. Oh, so you're trying to do Oshun there. Okay, got it. Yeah, girl. I mean, if you really wanted to do Oshun, and I'm glad you talked about that. I know better. I know. Okay. Okay. You cover yourself with molasses and melons on the beach, and you run in and say it's a beauty treatment so people don't think you're crazy. <laughs> and then you tell <laughs> you tell Oshun to bring you the man of your dreams. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I, I like I do Santeria workings occasionally, but I'm not Santerian. I'm not really a fan. I like Oshun and Yamae. That's about it. That's where I cut my losses. Yeah, mm. I don't want to kill a chicken. Well, not here's my thing. No, I don't. I don't like killing chickens mm-hmm. either. Now, the the thing that I tell my clients most of all though is try to avoid working with Venus. And do you know why? Why? Because in mythology, Venus gets married to a man that she doesn't love because her father thinks she's too sexy and ends up having an affair with her boyfriend, who ends up being the god of war. And then she has many different affairs and she's never sexually fulfilled. So is that considered Aphrodite or? Um... She's considered Aphrodite. But when you go into the Hindu pantheon and you get Parvati, you get the goddess of love and devotion, mm-hmm. who's got fabulous hair a beautiful house a man who'd do anything for her we're going to magic we're going to magical we're going there today at six i'll be buying a parvati statue okay go on babe oh (laughs) well here's here's the other thing okay if you really wanted to go that far uh you burn a lemon lamp and you say a particular mantra for nine tuesdays i mean nine tuesdays wait what's a lemon lamp oh well, I use lemon lamps. Uh, what they're, are they? They're, they're traditionally Hindu, and you cut a lemon in half, okay? You rub it so it gets all kind of squishy. You cut it in half, you hollow it out, and then you turn it inside out. You pour the oil into the lemon. You line What the kind r- of oil? Um, I use sesame oil. Okay. Uh, you line the rim of the lemon with sindoor or vermilion. Yeah. And then you put a wick, and you can buy wicks at the little Indian store for like a buck or two. And you get a whole bag, and they're like cotton balls with things on them, and you stick them in the lemon lamp. Uh-huh. You stick that, and you light that, and the fragrance of it. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the lemon itself is... Um, 
symbolic of the sun, so you've got that solar energy, the energy of the sun that so makes So how long do you, you burn it down to the ground, or you just burn it and then turn it off when you go to sleep? When no, you no, no, no. It'll, it'll probably burn for about 20 or 30 minutes, and it'll give your room a beautiful And every fragrance. day you do in different lemons? No, Tuesdays. No, just Tuesdays. Nine Tuesdays. Just nine, nine, two, nine Tuesdays. Tuesdays. And what's the mantra you say? Um, well, I don't have it with me, but I can, I can give okay, it to you Okay, you'll online. send it to my assistant. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then what this does... Why aren't you writing a book, by the way? Anyway, go on. Well, I am. I'm actually writing a book called Bitchcraft. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Go for it. Go on. Um, Domination all the way. Go on. Actually, no. It's, it's influence and persuasion. Okay. Because domination is so much work. Yeah. I just want you to give me the gifts of the goddess. You make it easy. Right. Okay. Yes. So you're writing Bitchcraft. We'll be looking forward to that soon. Okay. Thank and then what was you. the next thing you were going to say? I'm sorry. Okay. So, okay. So we did the honey jar. We did the lemon lamp. Hmm. What else? Okay. So. If you have a man, and, and you know, and, and who do we call them? Personal concerns. If you have a man's personal concerns, for example, if you're a wife and you want to reignite the passion in your marriage, you can take that and, and use that and get him, you know, frisky again. Because cause the reality of it is for centuries, women weren't able to divorce. And so the, the smartest women in Asia knew how to make their husbands fall in love with them again whenever they felt like it. So you could sit back and be wife number one and have all the jewels and the power and the heir to the throne. Have all these bimbo concubines come in underneath you and then one day decide, I think I want a palace. You need to fall in love with me again. Ba-boom. There it is. You know, so uh, yeah, American culture, Western culture, even though I know you love it, take a hint from the Asians. Remember, the Kama Sutra comes from Asia. I did say I didn't like the Asians. Oh, good. No, I went to Asia for that reason. Yeah. We had a great time. Fabulous time. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, so um, my assistant just wrote a lot of notes down. And if people want to get a hold of you, where can they get a hold of you to learn? Because there's a lot of details in there. Mm -hmm. So people will get a little overwhelmed. They're not like me and Tara that can move that fast no, no, like no, the no. wind. I, I, yeah, let, let me just give you something really easy that anybody can do. Okay. The biggest problem that I've been hearing about lately is that too many men are into internet porn. And what it does is it desensitizes them sexually. So they're great at talking on the internet. They're great at talking to you. But you get in bed with them and it's like hello um <laughs> did you forget how to do it with a girl and it's, <laughs> it's because they are desensitized visually and audially but <coughs> there's always scent and vanilla pure vanilla extract on a girl with a man who has what many call porn creep will Get that little soldier to stand up and salute again and again. Okay. Well, yeah, we, my daughter's on that one. What? We'll be buying the vanilla. Yeah, she's a little witch. Yeah, we'll be buying. Cheyenne is a witch. Okay, Christopher, <laughs> what do you got for me today? Come on, make me make my head swim. Yeah, I'm the one who's going to get burned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to clarify a, a couple of things. First of all, astrology is about time and timing. Um, it's a calendar. That's why every major civilization on the planet mm -hmm. created some form of astrology. It was in order to tell time. So it's not about fate. It's not about destiny. It's not about, you know, this is the way it's written in the stars and that's it. You have to suffer. But we're all pretty much aware that there are changes of seasons. Uh, you have spring, summer, winter. You wouldn't plant a garden in the dead of winter and uh, east Coast, you know, uh, northern East Coast, and uh, even though you might be able to do that in, in California. But, but the thing is, it's about the changes of seasons. And so when we have a planet like Saturn, which 
does get a bit of a negative reputation, but Saturn has a job to do in astrology, and that he is the planet of trials and tribulations. He's the planet of tests. He teaches by not letting you have what you want. And so with Saturn right now forming an opposition to your sun, Mm. Okay, you're basically under cock block until August 13th. Now you do have August 13th, 2016. You what? do. Are you have, ta- you're talking? I can't date. I won't get anyone. No, 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 no. You get to date, and you actually have a really nice time around uh, the spring equinox, which would be March 21, 22, 23. Are you writing that down? So that should be very. Wait nice. Wait a second. What is the cock block to August 20, 2016? When you have Saturn opposite you. Yeah. Okay. It's like you're facing a mirror image. So what and does no that matter, mean? It's a mirror image. You can see the planet right there opposite you. Okay. And so Saturn's job is to always, you know, you reach for something, it hits your hand down you reach for something over here it hits your hand down mm-hmm. and it tests you it, it tests you to see are you going to throw up your hands and say woe is me and have a pity party in the middle of the road or are you going to try to understand the lesson that saturn is trying to give saturn opposite gemini is basically going to say to you you're there's a difference between a mate and a twin Okay, there's a difference between a partner, someone that you share things with, and then a partner that you identify with. Mm. Okay, and this um, can sometimes be the difficulty that Geminis have because they're born into the sign of the twins. There can be the sort of attached at the hip type of thing. The flip side of that can be sibling rivalry, if you're familiar with the Old Testament. Yeah, but what does that got to do, in layman's term, what does that got to do with me finding a husband? Like, okay. What it has to do with is actually transforming from seeing a man as a sibling, a brother, to a man as a lover and a husband, and so that I don't think I've ever seen a man as a brother, because I wouldn't be with them having sex with them if I saw them as a brother. Ew, well, ugh. actually, that was uh, ancient civilization for well, quite a few a centuries. Maybe a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Venus yeah. is in the eleventh house, so traditionally, I would make a lover my friend. That would be tradition. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what I'm saying is that by Saturn withholding what you want, because that's basically how he teaches. So okay. I feel like it's more discerning than, than holding back it's, limitations. It's more it's more discerning. It's more, uh, you use the word discrimination. No, I said discerning. Okay. I but didn't it's say also, discrimination. It can be discriminating I mean, meaning, as well. Me, no, I feel like, it, in other words, it's making me go, no, yes, don't waste your time. Yay, no, don't waste your time. Right. Because otherwise I could get stuck on a loser just because he's hot and I'm stuck for the two The only years. way that we change a habit Okay, Ooh, which yeah. is a very, very powerful form of our behavior, yeah. is by something not being given to us. Yeah. Habits feed on satisfaction. Okay. Okay. Saturn teaches fulfillment through delay or obstacle. That's where it gets the negative reputation. So, why, so when you say I'm being cock-blocked to August 16, it makes like saying me like no one's going to come in until August 2016. What it means is basically you're going through a period of time, mm-hmm. which I would liken to winter. Okay, and it's going to last. You get a few bright spots. One of them is around. So you're saying I won't meet this guy till the summer. What I'm saying is you could meet someone, but then there might be obstacles, difficulties, circumstances that prevent you getting together. Okay. Oh, for that, God's sake, Patty, will you please call me during this time and let me show you how to have some fun? Yes, I'll bring you to my house and we'll party. Totally. Oh my God! No, that's I, I until the summer. I Good think that's extreme, God. too. I don't think that that's a little strange. Well, the thing... <laughs> but, but no, Christopher, to explain what you have to say, because let, let's yeah, hear it. I mean, I know I'm going to get on your nerves, and, and, and it's going to be bothered. He's got to stay true to his craft. But so I have to stay talk. true to my craft and that's it's right. my let practice. That's right. Let him talk. Let him talk. Well, okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not a big girl. I can handle it. But Go the on. thing is, because it's going through the partnership house, I mean... 
But you have, you know, Let you're not using your progressions. You know that the progressed moon is in the seventh. You know that it won't be there until I'm in my 80s. And you have to talk about tra- progressions as being the most powerful tool there is, next alone, next to the midpoint. Progressions so you, are powerful. I'm yeah. actually invoking them for your uh, spring equinox time. I actually invoke okay. the progression for that. But for instance, uh, let's look at Chloe Kardashian, okay. who has Saturn in her seventh house, opposite mm-hmm. her rising sun. And that's natally. Oh, yeah. That's Natalie. Okay. And that doesn't mean she didn't get married. Now, traditionally, Saturn in the seventh means you don't get married till after 40. Yeah. That is a lie because she got married in her 20s and she met him at Love at First Sight. And so, it's a Saturn-Mars conjunction in Scorpio, right. which is his sign. Yeah. Well, he's okay. limitations because of alcohol and drug abuse. He must have a lot of Pisces in his chart. And Go the on. thing is, um, he See, actually... I can talk his language. He That's has a I lot of Leo me. and he has Brr. a lot of Scorpio. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm trying to show you here is that you can mate with Saturn in the seventh but it can be difficult and she's going through okay so i'm gonna I, so i'm gonna tell you something really interesting hmm. i was engaged twice to two people with saturn in the seventh now right. i chose to leave them um and i met someone that i also like who's got saturn in the seventh right but my saturn is afflicted mm-hmm. by venus mm-hmm. so traditionally i would meet someone saturn in the seventh because of the affliction and you know that and it's because you understand my venus squares my saturn natally and so it's, it's because very, you understand the temperament right. you understand that there's difficulty there yeah there are other temperaments in different charts in which the and my dad was an alcoholic so okay. with saturn being the daddy it's always the the father of the parents of the two you know and the moon being the mother so if Technically speaking, my dad was an alcoholic, which would be Saturn, too, also. Right, right, because it's the dark father. Right, dark father. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, we can be attracted to what we find familiar or our temperament understands. Like, for instance, Chloe is attracted to a Scorpio, you know, and that's that's the life and death circumstances. But but she's a cancer, and it's natally, naturally inclined, right? Nurturing, inclined. He's dark, and he's moody, and he's sexy to her. And the thing is, she's, she's, so the thing is, Saturn will bring those difficulties now you know again it's not supposed to be bad luck or something but the thing is if you've got a part of your personality that really responds to that and understands it and loves it it might even define love or marriage for you that's something you're going to get well the the thing is when i get get the person it's very serious and they don't they don't divorce you that's what she says it's not a fly by night right Right. and so the thing is i would almost say that you're sort of going through um uh what is it an empty your cash type of thing Mm -hmm. right now where you're getting rid of what were the old uh symbols or the old attractions and you're reconstructing constructing something new and different to bring in what you were saying about the neptune trine with the moon and cancer Mm -hmm. neptune to me is about visualization it's it's fantasy but it's also visualization neptune rules the internet so we spend a lot of our time in this kind of ether world that doesn't physically Mm -hmm. exist but if you put the visualization out there you can achieve it but there has to be also an intelligence or a discretion um, to to the visualization as well okay so who's this guy and where am I meeting him and how am I finding him Okay, um, I think that uh, <laughs> basically he's probably, you're going to meet him socially, all right? I don't know, I don't go out that much. Now, there's a little thing called a future patty. <laughs> I know, it's stay just with it's where like you I, are I'm right now. Much the same all the time, like I don't really, I'm not a partier, so that's why. No, he's not a partier either, but I think that what's going to be a very important uh, bond for you are beliefs and morals. Mm-hmm. Shared beliefs and shared morals with him. Okay. Okay, and that's the other thing where you can throw something at me. He might be Jewish. 
Um, I w- I'm not opposed to it. It's just okay. I tend to go for Christian boys. I am more attracted to them. Catholic? Um, yeah. My, I mean, natal- Same difference. I was biologically Catholic, so okay. that's why. And my grandmother was Cherokee Indian. So It's the same difference. So, okay. so can you tell me if he's going to be any good in bed? I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> well, All that Catholic and Jewish guilt. I mean, are we talking uh, Fifty Shades of Patty? Or why do you what? say he's going to be Jewish anyway? Is that a psychic impression? Uh, Saturn rules Jews. Saturn rules Jews? Really? Saturn rules Jews? I didn't know that. Yeah, planets rule different countries, different nationalities, different cultures, and Saturn has always been traditionally to was the Oy planet of, of, of <laughs> Jews. Yeah, it's yeah. not my type. Anyway, go on. Yeah. I don't like foreigners. That was the traditional. Although I like Brits and Australian. I like, I like the, you know, the, the UK and the Australian part. I'm, not, really, a, I'm not into like the Italian, the French, the, the Israeli. It's not my thing. It was a oh. reference to an old religion because Saturn is everything that well, is old religion okay so all right so religion. he's jewish like what else is he what else does he do um i also feel like there's a very strong philanthropic tie between the two of you really and i think that community is going to matter a lot and i think he's going to be connected to a new area or a new path where you're going in your life where uh, philanthropy and what you give back matters a lot but also in terms of community that that's going to become a bigger deal or a bigger theme in your life too over the next two to three four years okay what else? What what about him? What's he like? What's he's you know? What any details on that? Well, we're an astrologer, not a psychic. Okay. But uh, what I would say is that he's very much ruled by his enthusiasms. I think that you bring that enthusiasm and that humor back into his life. I mm-hmm. think he had he had it at one point, and I think he lost contact with it, and it comes back into his life. Mm-hmm. I would say sexually, the turn on could actually be revival. Restoring, being reconnected or to to an eros that he used to have that got off track. Mm -hmm. And so you may have a much more restorative or revival type of energy in his life. Mm -hmm. You know, you may reintroduce him to the man that he used to be. Does this this mean he takes Viagra or what? Uh, No, No, not spiritually inclined. (laughs) (laughs) What about about kids? Do you see kids? He's probably got kids. He's probably got kids? You have this thing with men who have kids. Yeah, but I want children, so I can't have them. So I would like to... But oh, that's, that's going to be very Yeah, I want you, I've wanted them for sweet. a really long time. I just wouldn't do it by myself. Right, yeah. and that's going to be very important as well. Community is going to be very important, but because your Mercury is in Cancer, home, hearth, roots, family, that's extremely important for you. Mm-hmm. And so you have to know that this is someone that can unwind at the end of the day and be real okay. with you because that's what you need anything, at the end of the anything day. Anything else that you see? Uh, I'm still going to uh, hit with August as being August into October with being really. So for, next for year, next I have a year. whole other year, which I just thought all this last year I would have like, Jesus Christ, I feel like I've been on hold for years you weren't well honestly you weren't on hold in the last year you were actually stripping away what had come before Ugh, I was on hold and, and, and purging well I was on uh, hold so you don't so technically speaking that means my experiment doesn't work you can still date but there may be circumstances or things that come up that prevent it because again what I'm looking at is timing okay I'm not saying that there can't be hotness or whatever underneath I'm saying that in terms of timing that's when that so is August when progressed moon in the seventh conjuncts the ascendant or what is that or the moon or opposes the moon what is that August is actually, it's a progressed, I was working with a progressed moon, and then I was working with your solar arc uh, direction with a Jupiter-Jupiter sextile for August. Okay. Tara, what do you say? Because Tara's really psychic. Are you? Well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm under the whole sorceress 
you know, paradigm anyway. Whereas I believe that even though we have uh, destiny, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of predestiny in astrology, mm-hmm. uh, and I do Eastern and Western astrology, and I believe that we can move things if we are willing to see what we need to move mm-hmm. right on it's almost like well the there is same there, there is thing. this right. there is oh. this thing in astrology when you are really above the fray yes which means that you've worked on yourself you've meditated you source go your above energy the vibration. you go by it but you 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 go to the top of the chart and you rise above the horizon there yes. is this there's very few people can do that but it can be done that is true Okay, yeah, but just think of all the the lessons and mm-hmm. and all the work that you've been doing. I mean, on a spiritual level, I mean, it is about vibrational energy. Well, that's all I've been doing this last year. I spent the whole year, took the year off from work. Yeah, um, I was fried. I worked eight years straight, even before that, and I was totally toast. And before I decided to leave Bravo to go to We, I knew that the you know the, the, they were going to have a contract kind of like you know. Uh, uh, competitive in nature between the two of them. There right. was a third network mm-hmm. too that was interested and I really fell in love with Mark, the president of WE, Mark Juros, who's phenomenal and um, I just saw his like, he has such a, a way with television and he has such an excitement about him and he's like a professor at college at NYU and he sees television totally different that I needed to be on some other different level of vibration and that means that he was willing to take his time to create this amazing product that we're going to bring to the network that has never been seen before in Millionaire Matchmaker Bill and he was willing to take the chance I mean he bought sex in a box I mean you know there were no sponsors he bought it from Europe and he took a a try at it it didn't work but he took the risk to me a risk taker to me is more exciting than someone who just predictably throws the same type of shows the housewives up 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 Mm -hmm. nothing to put Bravo down but they haven't done anything in two and a half years that's been cutting edge and interesting and I wanted to be on the leading leading edge of relationship programming that's all it was it wasn't a about I hate Bravo, I hate this. No, they gave me my start, I love them, but there's more to me than just that. I couldn't do a talk show, I couldn't go off and do other platforms. I couldn't educate the masses the way I was limited. And so with that, I said, I'm gonna take the year off, those two are gonna work it out, I'm going to let the, the, the managers and the agents and the lawyers figure it out. And I'm going to spend the year sourcing and working on my love life because right. I do want to be the living example of what I teach. And I know everybody throws stones at me and says, oh, you're not married. Who the hell are you to teach? But I danced every one of my weddings and I'm fucking damn good at it. And I'm getting fixed up by matchmakers. And they're not. And as much as I love these people, they're not really that good. They don't know what I want. They don't know how to fix me up. And. I'm better at it. I don't want to toot my own horn. If there's a better matchmaker, you know what? I'll pass the torch to that person. I have no fear of making somebody else famous. That's why I'm producing well, new matchmakers Well, you know, it's right all now. about choices and bringing in the, the uh, vulnerable mm. energy. Because, of course, astrology is your strengths and weaknesses right. of your life. And a lot of that is activation. You know, you activate your talents. You activate your, mm-hmm. your uh, you know, horrible karma that you're going to mm-hmm. have with people. I mean, it's all seen through astrology. But, 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 but yeah. You can override it because okay. there's the choice to override okay. it. Okay, so in that, I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to get astrology away because I'm, na- I'm a natural astrologer. I'm a na- I, I ran the Canadian Kings Psychic Network filled with psychics and astrologers, and it always went to the astrology side. If you were psychically uh, in tune, you would use astrology as your roadmap, and then you would kind of like, instead of doing the tarot cards, you would actually check your astrology after you made a prediction to see if it's within the framework of the time period. It was like the farmer's almanac is what astrology is based on. When do we plant the seeds to make the fruit grow? That's all it was. Um, but the bottom line is, this experiment of going to Thailand and Hong Kong was very unusual. It was a very expensive, you know, 
mm-hmm. scientific Endeavor. experiment, right? right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not mm-hmm. something cheap. We went first class. We did everything first class. We, although we prayed our asses off in the temples and worshipped and gave offerings. Oh, but and we had studied. so many magical we had so many magical experience. experiences, oh. and it was all about spirituality and raising the vibration. I went to Sedona last week, and I'm going again next week. And it's like I'm going to Mount Shasta. I'm really centering myself. I took transcendental meditation this year. There was a lot of things I did that I stayed within source. So I know he's out there. I know he's within grass. And part of me is studying the alchemy of attraction. How do you as a woman or a man want a partner, gay or straight, it doesn't matter. And you send the signal out into the wild, kind of like the animals do. And Mm -hmm. if you're in Australia or Jules is in Auckland and she knows her husband's in New York, how do these two rendezvous together when they're the perfect vibrational match? How do we send the signals so that the two come together instead of, you know, with social media right now, there's a way that everybody can come together. So how do we do that? And that's what I'm trying to figure out. So where you got something to add to that? Yeah, I've been together with my guy for about seven years and, um, I was sitting in a movie theater with a girlfriend after a bad breakup, and I thought, I'm going to give up, man. And she said, girl, look up at the screen. And it was the movie The 300, and there were, I don't know, a whole line of of gorgeous. (laughs) And I thought, at least half of them have to be straight. And so um, I was playing around with The Secret, and I said, okay, um, I want one of The 300. I went online, and I said, I want one of The 300. And it was a game, and I laughed about it. But, and this is where the visualization comes in, Mm -hmm. because they were so gorgeous, I kept on looking at the pictures. Mm -hmm. Okay, manifestation happens when three vectors come together, okay? Thought, intent, visualization. Six weeks later, I get an email. Um, I was in the History Channel version of the 300. And we've been together, and he's my Jewish prince, okay? And he's got long black hair. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. I got a professional sword fighter. I got him. Hmm. That is my recent thing. So yeah, you know what? I played a game and I won. Right. So this is what I want to teach you, okay? Mm-hmm. Astrology is there as a guide, but we should a consider gift. it a trap. It's not a maze and we're not the mice. And our goals are not the cheese in the middle of this maze. Because if that mice mouse turns right. into a sparrow, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to fly over this maze and get that cheese. So so the one thing that, that I'm noticing is um, with law of attraction, I've been doing Abraham since 1989. For those who know Abraham Hicks, Esther and Jerry Hicks, I, could never, I never see it work for love. It's like the freak frequency is off. It works for money. It works for, and you'll go on YouTube mm-hmm. and you'll hear people say, I could, it didn't work. It didn't work. It's not that it didn't work. It's the frequency is different because you're dealing with another person. But when you're dealing with love and, uh, excuse me, health and money, there is nobody but you in the equation. Mm-hmm. When there's two, you're tangoing and he's got in, you know, he's got energy and you've got energy and you might be bumping into walls. So I don't, you know, Tara, you have anything to add how to overcome that obstacle of limitation in love? Because people who want love, Love. It's kind of an intangible, but it's also a physical thing. It's like the both both type sides. Of the well, street. you know how I feel about um, you know different experimentation as far as energetically. I mean, you do things as as you know they they say oh be vulnerable oh do this and do that you know and and open your pheromones open your hormones and the the bottom line I've found is that you center yourself upon the earth and really. Um, you're a beacon of light, like a lighthouse. And and that is to open up your chakras, basically. I mean, because, you know, you deserve love. I mean, you're a human being who's come to Earth to 
you know, we, we are to have love in all levels. And if we expect what we expect and what we, um, you know, even if it's a bad things that come in your life, you know how I feel about they're always signs. And so you open up your energy to experience the best in everything and everyone. And you shine that light out. And man, you can just blind people with it. It doesn't matter. Um, but then you throw out the thread and the heart hits the heart. And then my guide, she always tells everyone, no name, no face. You can't be putting a name and a face on anyone. But if you do this every day, if you want to do 10 times a day, but you know, it would just for a minute or two, not for 20 minutes or an hour, but you start to source what you would like in your life. And if you want true love, real love, call it in. What I want to say really, what I'd like to say really quick is um, two things. First of all, love and relationship are ruled by two very different elements in astrology. Love is ruled by water and relationship is ruled by air. The idea being that you can love someone or something and they don't have to be in your life. Okay, and you will still love. That's water energy. But air energy is about relationships. You have to have someone else in your life mm-hmm. to have a relationship. Right. But the other thing that I wanted to point out that I was hearing, Patty, um, to sort of show some Saturn there, uh, shine some light on Saturn there, is that actually this not getting, uh, not doing things typically or getting what you want or having the satisfaction has actually made you go deeper. You can look at, for instance, the other matchmakers and say, I'm better at this than them. I didn't mean to say that like in a negative in like but, a but, but negative it's, way. But, it's but just it's they don't not, care as much. It, it's not negative. It's like you're you're starting to get you're, you're there's more depth to what you're doing. There's yeah, more experience to what you're doing. And so there's actually a mastery that's there. And so the mastery of matchmaking doesn't necessarily have I'll to I'll give be, an example. So there's hmm. two matchmakers I'm producing on a TV show now. They will be named Lameless. Very young, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. They asked me what I, they wanted to fix me up with this guy, and I looked at the picture and I went, "No, not mm-hmm. gonna happen." And they go, "How do you know?" And I go, "Cause I know. I just know I know." And it's a loud no, and you'll get a loud yes when it's right, and you'll get a loud no when it's no. Okay, some people will be like, "Oh, you're being too picky." So she goes, "What do you like?" I go, "I like him six foot three. I like him like this." Da, da, da. And if you throw a rock in Manhattan Beach, they're like fifty million of the what I like. Okay? <laughs> so she goes, and she, "Now the, the girl's five. It's true though. The girl is five foot ten. Oh. The matchmaker." And she's angry because she lives in Orange County where I guess they're shorter men. And she goes, good luck getting in line finding a six foot three guy that looks like that. And I go, that's all I've ever dated. And she was shocked because I wouldn't accept anything less. Now somebody wanted to fix me up with someone 5'9 recently. I have dated men shorter than me. I have tried in New York. It's the land of the Jewish midgets. (laughs) And frankly speaking, I was never attracted. I did not have the best sex I ever had. Actually, the best sex I ever had was in Miami. But because they know how to love. They know how to have sex. And it must be something about the tropical air there. But the point of the story was is that I know what works for me in my 50s. I'm not going to settle for less. If there's nobody, I'll just wait. As my mother's saying, every week there's a new bus that unloads, okay? You just got to hop on and know where you're going in your destination. Why why don't you take control? And if you know anything about chakras and you know anything about energy, what you can do is you can make your heart chakra magnet. Now, a lot of people think that your most powerful chakra is your pineal gland, but it's not. It's your heart because the amount of electrical energy that it takes to generate a regular heartbeat Mm -hmm. to keep you alive makes it the most powerful chakra. Now, in meditation, in practice, turn that into a magnet and just whoosh, whoosh, 
whoosh, and then send out the feelers because you know what? You are a goddess. Mm -hmm, You should not have any limitations. We are all goddesses. And the technology and the knowledge to be able to use these little energy centers in our body as magnets and as tools Mm. and as guides... It's all there for you. Well, I mean, I do meditate every day. I turn my light on. I use my, I mean, my chakras are all open. I I get a healing, quantum healing at least once every two weeks. So, I mean, I'm vibrating, but my frequency is really high. So because I'm vibrating at such a high frequency, most people are not at my frequency. And that's the problem. I'm not, I'm not slowing my frequency down to meet them. The water seeks its own level. Like, you know, Dr. Well, Sometimes you have to a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But at, at that high of a frequency, you should be able to project a magnetic energy pulse globally whenever you feel yeah. like it. And you know what? It's 2015. There are super planes. There's the internet. There's Skype. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm trying to understand this kind of system, this energy. I call it vibrational dating. I'm trying to mm-hmm. understand this vibrational dating system so that I can send the signal so he does come around and we're one and done because I really don't want to fucking date. So I hate dating. What you've got to I do- like the middle of the relationship. I don't like the beginning. I don't like the end. I like the middle. So What you've got to do is you've got to take out any doubt you have to remove doubt you have to say you know what i may meet him tomorrow i understand that this this is what it says on my chart i understand that you saw this in the cards but i'm the mistress of my own destiny and i manifest what i want my heart chakra my heart chakra can broadcast throughout the solar system so maybe he's extraterrestrial because there's going to be a an asteroid or something coming close to the earth on Halloween. Who knows? But you have to believe well, that you are we, limitless. There, there, is, there is, there is, there, but you know, I'm also a scientist at heart and I'm really a fan of Edgar Casey. and there is the soul group contracts and the Akashic records and things like that make sense of why you are with you are and maybe the timing, maybe they're still stuck on somebody else. They are not divorced yet. Maybe they're not separated yet. Maybe I'm held up because I'm waiting for them to get their shit together. Maybe they're slow who knows okay but i do believe like i can't just like throw caution to win i do believe there's rhyme and reason for everything i don't work like with the hokey pokey it can just happen in an instant i love instant magic if it were real and i've tried to do that it just hasn't worked for me i mean i've tried a lot of things let's just put it this way i'm, no, not, I've, I've, I'm I've, not young and dumb okay and i've so, experienced so, instant results right, before. so i you know i've done little stupid things where the person showed up and i instantly blew on it and they show up and then other times i really wanted it and it didn't work so what i'm saying is that i do believe in soul contracts and we are studying the acoustic and we'll have it in the future episodes of the Love and Sex Report, hopefully I'm going to try to get Kevin Tadashian, who is this, who's the president of ARE, which is the Edgar Casey Institute oh, in, in Virginia Beach, and her maybe give us some enlightenment on how oh, to work that. the soulmate records, which, you know, very few people know how to do this. I've been going to Akasha Healers for the last two years to understand what they do. And, you know, they can make up a great story and you have no idea, is that really my past life? And yet when I go to Terra and I go under, I know what my past life is. I know, I see it, I feel, I smoke it. I was once on a ship in one of my past lives, pregnant, throwing over the sides. Literally, I came into her office at nine o'clock in the morning as the sun was you know, blazingly hot. Mm-hmm. And then I left at six o'clock at night and it was dark and I felt five minutes of time. And I woke mm-hmm. up nauseous as shit and she's like, okay, I gotta get you out of your body because I was pregnant on the ship in the 1800s, sailing to America. And I was like thrown over the sides. and. So I know that exists. However, I do believe there's some free will and there's some destiny and somehow they merge in the middle. It's not one or the other. There's something going on so there. So how does attraction become relationship? 
I mean, we're once talking- you get them, it's a lot easier than when you don't have the hardest part. Yes. I tell <laughs> I tell everybody in the business when they ask me questions about love, and we are talking about this as we are in development and product pre-production rather over at my show, in Millionaire Matchmaker. I say to them, ninety percent of the problem is finding the person. Mm-hmm. Once you've got it, it's a hell of a lot easier to keep it and work on the relationship issues mm-hmm. than to try to go out mm-hmm. and hunt and fish for prey that you don't even know where the fish are jumping. That's the problem. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is there a, is there a sound symbol? You know, like Abraham will say, turn your single to the right and you know, you'll be on rendezvous. But you know, they want you to be in the vortex all day long. And, and for the vortex, for those who don't know what it is, it's this little magical place. You could think of it as Sedona. And you basically have all your wishes and your desires in there and everything's happy and glowing. But the minute you step outside the vortex, you have a day of depression, your car gets hit by someone else, things go bump in the night. You're out of the vortex, and then resistance comes in. And the contrast is what gives you the je ne sais quoi to go after what you want, because if you weren't summoning energy, you'd be dead. There's no point to be here. They believe the whole journey in life is the joy. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a little more than joy. I believe there's a little more mission work, karma, uh, working on shit, helping God, doing something you don't, like some people don't want to be here. We're here for God. We all know that. All the light workers know we're doing it for God because it ain't an easy road. So there's a little bit more than that. They're alien. They've never been incarnated. This consciousness into human, you know, form until you and I hate those people that tell us what to do and they've never been a human. Like be a human, <laughs> walk in my shoes, understand what it's like not to have love and be a matchmaker. Then you can talk to me, okay? But you can't talk to me when you've never experienced human human form. And um, so Abraham would say, you know, turn your frequency, and it'd be like, you know, look away, go do something, walk your dog, pet a cat, whatever. And that works. I do that for you know, makes me feel better. But it's not like I pet the cat and I feel so happy that I you know immediately found the guy in six seconds it doesn't work that way and that's what I'm trying to figure out why is everyone complaining on YouTube and and on this law of attraction this ask believe and receive where they're not getting love they will get health they will get money Mm -hmm. they'll Mm -hmm. get the big house they'll buy the plane the car everything they'll get a debt they can't the love is different there's some kind of vibrational am I the only person person. that used it and actually worked I mean no no there are I think you 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 did you were you were did a dare and you didn't believe it you're like what the fuck I'll try it where those who are doing it with intention to get it, where they're seriously believing it, it's completely different with like, I'm an experiment, let's see if it works. No, but see, the, the, the point in magic is, once you've created the image, and, and basically what you're doing is you're communicating, <laughs> you have to release it. Because if you don't release it, it doesn't go yeah. out as a message. Right. It's like you writing a text that took you a half an hour to write and never pressing the okay. send button. But it's also, but we, we could talk hours on this. We've got to wrap up. The show's gone a little long today. I hope you enjoyed it. We've got Tara Suckvin in the house. You can go to TaraSuckvin.com. Jules Bonnie is an amazing massage therapist healer. If you're in Auckland, New Zealand, look her up in what town? Uh, Ponce to me for those we've got Marie. And she's on Facebook right Marie the Hollywood witch she's the Hollywood witch it is www.thehollywoodwitch.com and Marie's got some really great spells so if you're in Halloween right now and you need a great witch at a party uh, you need someone to do psychic work Tara and and Marie are fantastic and if you need someone to come to your house and do some spell work it's an actual perfect time for intention Christopher is our in-house astrologer at Patty Knows you can catch him on the San Francisco Chronicle he is an amazing astrologer if you would like your chart read if you want to know about your partner if you want to know how to relocate to a, a new location or actually start a business christopher is your guy and all three work the party circuit so if you've got a bar mitzvah a wedding book them now because they get booked fast thanks for being on the love and sex report we'll see you next time <laughs>